Well, it uh, might be winter out there, but uh, on this show today, it's fall. Uh, we're talking about uh, nasty tumbles that you've taken, especially those of you who are younger in the snow. Because uh, just a story from uh, my personal uh, my personal life here is that, uh, well, um, I was talking with somebody who this morning, proper footwear and all, somebody who's very nubile, agile, young, was out walking her dog. And this person is like a gym rat. Out walking the dog. And guess what happened? She fell. And she extended her arm to break the fall. So there was no uh, broken bone. There was no injury to the head or anything like that. But the dog, leash, which was in her hand, slipped out of her hand. So the biggest panic was the idea that the dog was going to run away, which the dog did not do, thank goodness. But... uh, Talking about the uh, the time that you fell, especially when you were younger. And we had a lady just calling in in the last hour. She was 20 years old. She was out on a breakfast date, and she went down. And she went down hard. And she hurt her jaw. She broke her jaw. She, uh, you know, she described it herself, everything she'd been through. But uh, certainly it didn't sound like anything you'd want to go through. And, you know, there's a reason why when there's ice in the forecast – um, I notify every one of my family members that uh, watch yourself on the steps because I don't want to see anything happen to them because I know how easy it is uh, to fall. And, you know, I don't think I've ever really fallen in, in uh, the ice. I think some of that is because of uh, many, many years ice skating and playing hockey and stuff, and I kind of kind of know how to fall. I know that might sound, sound kind of weird, but uh, for some reason I was just kind of a uh, – I just – have always known how to fall. Yeah, watch. Tonight I'll fall and I'll break my arm. Wouldn't that be poetic justice? Um, no, I wouldn't break my jaw. You guys wouldn't be that lucky. But anyway, um, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And, uh, you know, some of these things are, are serious. It's uh, it's a matter of pride, I guess, when people see you um, falling down. But it also can result in some really, really serious things that uh, can be life-changing. And I don't mean life-changing in a good way. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Dan is in Tonawanda. You are on WBEN. Welcome. Hey, Tom, I got to tell you, I worked at a hospital. You'd be surprised. I was in charge of making sure that the parking lot was salted properly, and we logged it and we plowed it on a regular basis. And you'd be surprised how many people, even if it wasn't snowing out, it was wet out there, you'd be surprised how many people fell and hurt themselves, either broke a hip or a knee injury or a back. I mean, it happened all the time, even though we did everything we could to try to prevent that from happening. It, it, you couldn't you couldn't completely prevent it because see salt only at a certain temperature doesn't work you know right. you still put it down just to make it look like you're doing something it's all about the the optics you know because they're worried about lawsuits and what have you but that being said is that why you had to log everything yeah we had to log everything for his lawsuits there's a lot constant lawsuits you'd be every year there was a lawsuit because of somebody falling and breaking a hip or something or hitting their head or what have you. You'd be surprised. It's it's not a good thing. Those open parking lots with that wind whipping across it and how cold it is at night and stuff, even though you're salting it and stuff, it, they, they're icier than could be. 
You know, so you got to be you got to walk like a penguin. You know, when you're in those parking lots. So. Well, how about you as somebody who had to go out there in those conditions and actually uh, put the salt down before anybody else had salted it uh, because you were putting the salt down? Uh, did you have any uh, uh, terrible tumbles? I mean, you sound like a no. virile man in good shape. All that stuff. <laughs> well, no, I didn't have any problems. I, I I take pride in not being a clumsy person. But that being said. I'll give you an example. Back in October, uh, with your vision, my vision is not the greatest at night. In fact, I hate driving at night. I was at a buddy's house in his barn, and I was walking. He put an addition on, and I was walking to my car. And as I was walking to the car, I didn't realize that there was uh, stairs. And I actually fell into the stairs and smashed my head on the concrete. And this is October 11th, and I've had headaches for over two months. I had headaches. I had a CAT scan done. I had two MRIs done. In fact, I was at a facility today and had an MRI done. And uh, they're just checking to make sure everything's okay. But, man, I went through heck. And I actually had a great uncle that fell down the stairs carrying uh, – he carried a box of uh, papers down to his uh, basement. And he actually fell and hit his head. He was in the hospital for months. He ended up dying from a, from a brain bleed many months later. So it's very serious when you take a fall. You know, when you're younger, you don't realize your head is precious. You know, you get a little older like I am, you know. I'm not an old man yet, I don't think, but I'm old enough to you know, get a little clumsier than I used to be. And uh, you don't realize how, how precious that head is or your back. And uh, w- when you go down, you go down so fast, you can't even catch yourself sometimes. Recently on the ice, I, I, my le- right leg slipped out. Now I'm having injury, and i got a, a sag nerve all the way from my back all the way down my leg, and I can't seem to get rid of it over a month now I'm dealing with this. So, and that's from being careful because I, I had to fall in October. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm petrified of hitting my head again because I went, you know, your head is, you don't realize how, how you know, headaches can really affect your, everything. And I've had headaches. I had them for over two months, and I'm just starting to get better now. Man, I'll tell you, it's just amazing how it could, it could affect your whole, you know, your, your body, your, your how you feel, your nervousness, your, you know, your pains. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. you got to be careful out there, especially when it's icy out. But falls can happen any time, even when, it, you know, you're going down your stairs or anything. You know, so well exactly. I mean, I, I mentioned this a couple of times, but uh, I kind of think I did a fall show a few months back because uh, you know I, I was just I wasn't paying attention, just going down my uh, my side hall steps, and uh, you know I had a little vision deficit there with uh, one eye. It affects your depth perception, and uh, you know hitting the ground, I I could not. I was just in a state of being appalled that I'd actually fallen. It's like, wait a minute, I just fell. I don't fall. And uh, sure as heck did, <laughs> tell you that you much. Know, it's funny, when I fell in October and I fell down those stairs, I hit my head in the concrete. I actually hit the front and back. I should have all rights. I should have passed out. I should have, but I didn't. I stayed up. And I did have a couple beers in me, so my brother Jimmy and all them, they took me up to the barn, and they put water on top of my head because how bad's that cut? Because I'm bleeding like a sieve. I'm taking, uh, uh, you know, blood thinners. Yeah, it's not too bad. You'll be fine. So what do they do? They give me a beer. I don't go to the hospital until two weeks later, but my head was so bad, my injury, I had to call my doctor and said, you got to go to the hospital. So I got a casket, they did MRI. So, I, man, I tell you what, the first thing you do when you fall and hit your head is go to the hospital. Don't be like an idiot like me or listen to your brother. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you, you you don't mess with your brain. I mean, that's your, uh, you know, that's your body's command center. You don't mess with that. And that's coming uh, did, from a guy that worked at a hospital, Tom. <laughs> well, I, I, I understand. I mean, look, I've done some stupid things, too. I'm not calling you stupid, but, I mean, you know, we, we've all done stupid things. Look, look at the Bengals dude last night. Uh, but that's another story. But anyway, I'm glad that you uh, are okay, and I presume that the the imaging didn't show any uh, any, blame, uh, any brain bleed or anything serious like that? 
No, they, I did another MRI today that, that they put a, an injection in me, so they want to see the left side of my brain is not getting as much blood as it should. So it just could be old age. Who knows? But uh, they're just checking that to make sure everything's okay. But, I mean, I feel 100% better than I did. I hope everything's okay. But, uh, you know, it's not in my hands. You know what I mean? I, I made the mistake of falling down the stairs, and here I am. So what are you going to do? Good Lord, man. First, yeah, well, what are you going to do? But, I, hey, it's not my first time hitting my head. I've been in the motorcycle. I should go at 60. And if I didn't have the helmet on, I wouldn't be here talking to you. So trust me. Wow. Like to, yeah. So, wow. I anyway. I'm very grateful, sir, for the call. Grateful that things are uh, okay for you, and uh, thank you very much. Take care, Tom. All right, Dan. Good stuff. Uh, all right. Well, look, and, you know, there's there's a message here. I mean, the message is if you do fall and you hit your head, don't listen to your brother. you got to get to the hospital because he had a relative even who uh, well, it was an uncle who uh, actually fell and uh, things didn't uh, – Things didn't work out for him. Let's go to Maxine in uh, Chictawaga that got heavily hit by the blizzard of 22. Maxine, you're on WBEN. Love, what's on your mind? Dr. Jane Tomash. It was in uh, January of uh, 2020. I uh, was going to meet somebody to watch a hockey game, so I was in my car, and I had to throw something at a dumpster. So I went around and stopped the car, and I got halfway out of the car, and I hear this beeping noise, and I said, what in the heck is that? At that point, the car kept moving. I fell. The car went over my legs. <gasps> I hit my head on the gravel parking lot and had a, had a wound there above my eyebrow. So then I had to get to the car, which kept on going until it hit a curb. So I'm crawling, on my, I'm crawling uh, to get to my car. Uh, the door was open already because uh, it was just open, and I got my phone. I called, I called my friend, and I said, "I can't meet you to watch the game." And then I called nine one one. Then um, you know they came, and I, you know, I didn't lose my consciousness. I had a, a Volkswagen Tiguan at the time. Um, you know they came and uh, they said, "Can you stand up?" And I said, "I don't really know." So it's, okay, let's try. So. I, I did, but they seemed to think that I blacked out for a second, but I don't remember that. So I went to the hospital, and um, I didn't break anything. Uh, you know, they took a lot of uh, x-rays and other tests. I was um, I was in a couple nights, and the physical therapist wanted to make sure that I, you know, that I'm walking okay and everything. Uh, but to this day, uh, the front of both of my legs are numb. Uh, the, I have neuropathy on the bottom of my feet. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I'm still going. And yeah, I had you're... a couple more birthdays since then. Uh, oh, okay, but you, 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 let me just understand this correctly. You were run over by your own car. Yes. yes. And your legs did I, not when break. When I opened the door, uh, I was holding onto the door and the car kept moving, so I fell like under it and um, it, it, it ran over both my legs and, and they didn't break. No, they didn't break. That's pretty amazing. What do you have like steel it, in it your is, bones uh, or what? You know, it, everybody says it's a miracle and I'm going with that. But, uh, even though the legs didn't break, you still ended up with some uh, damage. You know, as you said, the front of your legs are numb. Yes. And also by, because I was crawling on the gravel parking lot, I had, 
had this large open wound on my right knee, mm. and uh, I had to go to uh, wound care for a long time before uh, it finally uh, closed. But never got infected or anything, and um, you know I'm I'm just doing okay now. What were you wearing on your feet? It was winter. I had boots. It was winter. And you thought the traction was okay, but it really wasn't. Uh, have you gone uh, and... There wasn't any ice there. It was just the fact that I was kind of holding on to the... I opened the door and I was holding on to it when the car started moving and it just pulled me down. So it was uh, crazy. Man, that, that is insane. Run over by... I just... I, I cannot imagine that. I mean, I, you hear stories about people who uh, are run over, you know, their feet with a car and, and they're never yeah. the same. I know. That's uh, that's pretty that's pretty amazing. You are a walking miracle. Absolutely. Hey. <laughs> a walking miracle. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. I'm glad for every day that I have now, Tomas. Take care. All right. Thank you. Um, right. Very interesting. All right. Uh, welcome. Like I said, it's uh, winter out there, but in here, we're talking about falls, and especially falls that you have taken because of snow and ice. And I'm also interested uh, in, because this came up in one of our previous phone calls today, how many of you bought those spiky things? You know, I don't know what else to call them. The various places make them, but the spiky things that you attach to sneakers, shoes, boots, and, and they sell them. There's a, there's a million different varieties of them. How many of you actually wear them? You know, when you're out walking the dog or something like that, you have your uh, boots on, but you've got your, I guess you'd call them uh, cleats, for want of a better term, um, on your feet. But, yeah, falling and, and hurting yourself is not a lot of fun. And the uh, genesis or the whole idea for this show, uh, if you're just joining us, was uh, I know somebody who is young, basically a gym rat, very good physical condition, very agile, very nubile, <laughs> and um, yes, agile and nubile. Interesting. But uh, anyway, uh, out walking the dog this morning, and it was light, fluffy, slippery snow, and she just fell. And she is not a clumsy person um, at all. She's very, she's very balanced, but she went down. And fortunately, she extended her arm so her head did not hit the ground. And uh, you know, she can move everything, so sure, nothing is broken. But, uh, you know, that, that can be, it can be so scary. And again, I mean, you know, you think about uh, all those times we walked to school when we were little kids over icy sidewalks. And it's almost like in Buffalo you develop a way to walk on ice even in less than optimal footwear. But the, uh, but the older you become, the less you want to take chances with stuff and the more you want to increase the odds. But if you, uh, if you fell in the snow and ice, you know, what, what happened to you? And this is kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a public service kind of show, I think, because uh, I was thinking to myself this morning, when I'm, when I'm talking to this person, I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, she's young and she can handle it and nothing got broken. But what if she'd been in her 60s or 70s or 80s and had the same fall? We could be talking about a broken hip easily, maybe a fractured skull, a, a broken arm. I mean, people get seriously hurt 
every year. Now, there are falls around the home. We're not talking about those. We're talking about falls outside, slip and falls. Uh, Just don't give me the name of any business or anything like that because that would mean interminable conversations with uh, lawyers, and uh, I talk with enough of those people. Welcome. It is Bowerly. Now would be a great time to call. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. So a friend of mine walking the dog this morning, and this is somebody who is young. This is somebody who's uh, you know, a gym rat, very much in shape, very flexible, all that kind of stuff, uh, basically uh, fell down while walking the dog. And in a moment of abject terror, the leash slipped from her hand, thought the dog was going to run away. But uh, that was not actually the case. So the dog uh, stayed put. So kind of asking you guys, um, especially in in your younger days, and you might be uh, young presently, um, which, of course, is anything under the age of 50. um, But you, you may be young now and you may have had a terrible fall or you might have discovered the absolute best cleat-like thing to put on the bottom of your boots, your shoes, your sneakers. They, they have a variety of names. I mean, you can just uh, look up online like ice spikes for shoes in the wintertime and uh, a million, it's like a million people make them. But to be honest with you, I'm not sure who makes uh, the best one. But have you slipped and fallen on ice? And, and how badly did you bang yourself up? Because... I mentioned this earlier. I uh, I'm anal when they have uh, freezing rain um, in the forecast. I make sure that I text my whole family, say, "Please watch your step," because a lot of times, especially people who might not listen to the radio a lot, um, are unaware of what the weather is going to bring, and they walk outside as if it's July, not realizing it is January, almost February, and. Uh, they end up with some pretty serious injuries. We've heard some pretty bad ones so far today. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And I'll even let you recommend uh, the best ice spikes that you have found because sometimes I don't trust the ratings on the Internet um, for stuff. <laughs> especially for THC-free gummies that aren't THC-free. Oops. Um, let's go to uh, Marianne in uh, Depew. You're on WBEN. Hello, Marianne. Hi, Tom. It's an honor. It's my first time speaking with you. Oh, you're too kind. I wanted to um, tell you about my experience with ice spikes, only that um, I owned a golden retriever for 12 years. He's gone now. But he was trained to never do anything, no pee, no poo, no nothing in the backyard. Every time he went out, and he went out three times a day, uh, we went for walks. So um, I've walked everywhere, every bike track, every trail that you can imagine. And there's no way, especially on the bike track, um, that that you can't have something connected to your feet to uh, prevent the sliding. And the ice, um, those uh, pick things, whatever you call them, spikes, they are awesome. Awesome. I don't remember at the time um, a name 
uh, a specific name or anything like that, but they were just um, spikes, and they were um, put into an elastic stretch band. They were very easy to put over your boots. Right. Um, you could do it while your boots are on. You could do it while your boots are off. They never fell off, and they uh, prevented um, so the black ice, everything. They were... I, I would suggest that to anybody at any age. Well, from the calls we've heard today, I would too. That's why I'm asking people for recommendations on what people should buy. Because, you know, again, the, the Internet recommendations, sometimes they're sponsored and they, you don't realize they're sponsored. Did, did you buy yours in person, like maybe at a local sporting goods store? Yes, but like I said, I don't recall the name of the product. Well, that, that's all right. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I'm always hesitant buying shoes uh, and footwear online because, like, we all, every last one of us has weird feet, right? We've oh, I all could never do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's impossible. I've lucked out a couple of times, but I think I would want to buy the spikes in person to make sure they fit over my big, dopey boots. But here's a question, Marianne, for those people with hardwood floors, if they forget and they walk on their kitchen floor with uh, spikes... Is that an issue? Yes, I'm, I, I presume it would be. They're <laughs> very, very um, pointy. Very pointy. It's yeah, the spike, the point that does the job. And I always uh, put mine on on the porch um, before I took off. Wow. Well, um, all right, big fan, big fan of the spikes. Big fan of the spikes. And it sounds like you do a lot of walking in the wintertime when we've got the snow and the ice. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. God God bless you. You're not one of these people who walks in the street when there's sidewalks available, are you? No. <laughs> no. I'm just I'm just asking. I'm just asking. No, I never it, it it always amazes me that people who choose the street instead of the sidewalk, even when it's not winter time. Like, dude, really? Um, thank you kindly. I appreciate the call. I appreciate you. Oh, you're yeah. sweet. Marianne, thank you. 803 0930. Uh, how many of you, honestly now, have slipped and fallen, snow and ice, maybe you got yourself banged up, and if you want to uh, tell us all about the spikes you bought for the bottom of your shoes for the wintertime, you might be helping somebody down the road listening to this show. Because uh, after hearing the story today, I'm very inclined to go out and get some, even though I started the program saying the klutzy winter boots I'm wearing now have some very good tread on them. Never had an issue. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Only issue I think I've ever had walking in the snow was the blizzard of 22 trying to walk up my driveway. Literally had to pause a few times or I think I was going to have another heart attack. And I'm not even joking. I am not even joking, and I have a witness to that. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Sharon in South Carolina. Sharon, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today? Well, better than the Cincinnati Bengals and their fans. No, <laughs> and no matter how bad a show this might turn out to be, I didn't take Patrick Mahomes out for a 15-yard penalty and cost my team the championship. <laughs> True. Well, we're in South Carolina. We winter down here for a little bit. And years ago, I walked in the village of Orchard Park, and my neighbor and I, we had the flashes on the whole thing and, you know, really was out there and, uh, early in the morning. And we bought those little things to put on the bottom of your feet. And as we were walking, I'm a little pigeon-toed, and they connected. 
and I went right flat down. Oh, so God. I would suggest be very careful if you do buy them. Um, a little pigeon toad. Uh, that's well, <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, that sounds like, a, and I'm not trying to be an idiot when I say this. That sounds like a you thing as opposed to the spike thing. Other than you being pigeon toed before you got them locked, like braces locking when teenagers kiss. That old joke. Um, did you? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just remembered the other version of that joke. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, getting back to it. Before you fell, were you happy with the spikes? No. Because my neighbor had them also, and we were walking along, and they let, they also go flying off. I mean, these we had, they look like, oh, like we used to do roller skates, and they would just yeah. hook on the bottom and like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they went, they just, oh, they walk along, and they just went, bing, and flying across the road. And so we went and found them in the snow, put them back on, kept walking, and then I went down face first right in the snow because they, they just locked together. So you have to be really, very careful when you are walking with them. Um, do you believe that maybe you got a bad brand name or maybe you, know, you got, like, cheap ones or something? It could have been. I mean, she bought them. We, we actually bought a couple pairs um, just to have in case we did. But when the spring, when they went flying off, that was like we put them away because we both said, no, it wasn't worth it. We went back to just being careful walking. Um, very, very interesting. I wonder how many other people have had the experience either for or against uh, wearing these things. I mean, you know, you, you can buy them at sporting goods stores. I know that. Um, you can buy them online all over the place. But I'd like to get some. I just don't know which ones to get. Um, Sharon, thank you very much. Uh, how much snow do you have right now in South Carolina? Uh, none. Yeah, I thought That's so. That's why we're here. I know. I'm just I'm having fun. Thanks, Sharon. I appreciate it. Thanks. 803-0930-STAR-930-1800-616-WBEN. Up to uh, Middleport we go, where the people are very inventive, very creative, very thrifty, very handy. Here's Russell in uh, Middleport. You're on WBEN. Russell. Hey, how are we doing, Tom? Awesome. Uh, So I I, um, enjoy ice fishing, and so I've had all kinds of experience with different ice spikes and everything. and like your previous caller said, the, the slip-on ones that you'll buy at like Walmart or whatever, they're very cheap, but they, they, they come off. They don't work very well. And I've, I've bought very expensive $140, $160 boots that are designed for ice, and, and they don't work very well. I found the cheapest, easiest thing to do is buy an aggressive tread boot and then go to your hardware store, and for a couple of bucks, you get quarter-inch hex head screws that are only about a half an inch long, and zip those into the bottom of your shoe, and you will never slip again. They even work good on rocks for, you know, uh, trout fishing with your um, uh, waders on. They grab onto everything. And then you can take them back out. Now, a half inch sounds a little bit long. When, when, when you say whole aggressive. Length, the whole length. The thread, the thread's only about a quarter inch long. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so um, if you don't mind scarring up your boots. Right. If you don't mind, and honestly, if you've gotten an aggressive tread boot, you're not going to breach the boot in any way. They'll still be waterproof. And like I said, the nice thing is come springtime, if you still want to use those boots, you can take those screws back out. Um, that, that's a really that's a really good idea. Um, probably a little bit beyond my pay grade as far as my uh, handyman's ability. How many uh, screws do you put on each boot? Uh, a total of six, three on each side is more than enough to grab onto some ice. Huh. 
What a what a fascinating idea. And uh, when you say aggressive tread, again, I don't mean to sound stupid, but if I don't know something, I'm always going to ask, are, are boots actually sold as aggressive tread boots, or is that something we have to look for? Well, you, you would look for an all-terrain boot, something that's meant for hiking. Okay, maybe a rocky boot? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean... Uh, the... It's got a deep enough tread that it can hold the screw. Um, very interesting. Without breaching the the inside of the shoe, because you don't want to be wading trout fishing and having wet feet. Right, exactly. Um, very interesting, Russell. Thank you uh, very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Of course, nothing's going to help you with mud. Uh, how many of you have have lost a boot or a shoe in mud? Walking along, sucks it right off. Ugh. Here is uh, Paul on a cell phone, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Paul, thanks for the call. What do you have for us? Hey, Doc, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I got a story for you. Back in 2019, uh, me and my son drove up to the Tub Hill Plateau area where we got a trailer and go snowmobiling. Um, had to walk across the campground driveway, which was solid ice, to go reset the circuit breaker. And halfway across, I fell, and I fell right on my right shoulder, had my arm tucked into my body, and I thought that something broke. Well, after a couple minutes, I regained myself, and my shoulder was killing me. So I ended up snowmobiling that uh, for a few days and kept my arm into my tight in my arm. Came back, went to the doctor, had two small labral tears um, in my shoulder. So now we fast forward a few months to July after the MRIs and all that stuff. Had an appointment for, with the ortho doctor to talk about surgery. And that morning I fell at work, uh, fell backwards, tripped over a pallet, put my arm out, and I knew I did something far worse than that. Oh, wait. Hey, hey, Paul, Paul, hold on, because the story took a turn, and I got to go to traffic because I'm a prisoner of the clock, but I want you to hold on because we want to all hear the end of this story. He starts with a couple of labral tears, small ones, and then he falls again right before going to discuss the surgical options with the doctor. Uh, let's get back to Paul because uh, Paul fell um, on ice and he had a couple of small labral tears. Then he's about to see the doctor to talk about surgery and he falls at work. Paul, you can pick up the story from there. So uh, fell over pallet at work, put my arm behind me, my right arm, same arm. And I knew something. I laid there on the ground for a little while. Knew I did something more. Actually, director for that company, so I had the video footage of the fall that I took with me to the doctor. He looked at it and said, "Oh, that's not good." After examination and uh, another MRI, I had a 90% uh, rotator cuff tear. And then that was in July. I ended up having a full surgery in October. Was off of work for four months. And the uh, doctor did a great job. Uh, back to doing push-ups and uh, just about everything I can normally do. Can't throw a ball overhand anymore, though. So I'm i got to throw underhand. So the bills are out of luck, basically. So, yep. yeah, you won't be yep. suiting up uh, for the bills. But, okay, that, that, I mean, it sounds like your surgery on your shoulder was a tremendous success. But, I, you know, when it comes to shoulder surgery, 
Um, I've heard 50% of the people tell me they wish they'd never had it done. 50% of the people say, best thing ever. Yeah, I, I did everything the doctor told me. I went to every physical therapy to gain my strength back. And like I said, uh, I'm doing push-ups and uh, got probably 75 80% use back. So uh, very happy. Well, I'm very happy about that, but uh, Paul, to what extent, I mean, you've heard these people talking about spikes they put on their shoes for better traction, um, to, and even the one guy from Middleport who puts uh, his own screws in his boots, which I think is very, very innovative. Um, do, are you going to do anything extra as a result of this show? Well, they always say to walk like a penguin, <laughs> and that usually works. And uh, for a little side story with the screws is... Um, Back years ago, you used to put those screws in your dirt bike tires, and you could ride on lakes and pull wheelies, and they actually do uh, motorcycle racing on ice with all those little hex-head screws put in the tires. Okay, that, that strikes me as being borderline insane. I, I, I'm sorry. I know we have a lot of ice fishermen out there. Of course, the lake doesn't have much ice on it. But a lot of ice fishermen, a lot of people who do stuff on the ice, as far as I'm concerned, no thank you, please. I'll, I'll, go, on a, I'll go on a personal watercraft, but that's about it. Very good. All right, man. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Because, see, one of the things you learn um, in life is that some people are lucky and some people are not. And if I were, first of all, I don't fish. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I don't do. I don't fish. That's, that's one of the things I don't. So I'm not going to ice fish. But I assure you that if I were walking out to the ice fishing area, even if you found a glory hole and you told me, Tom, I want to show you how I ice fish. Okay, um, and the ice is six feet deep. I would still be the one that would step in the one area where it wasn't six feet deep and go plunging to a very cold death, which, no thank you, no thank you, not, not that way. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, it is uh, coming up on 355 at News Radio 930 WBEN. I would uh, like to switch gears coming up after the 4 o'clock news. I've got something that I think you guys are going to like. Josh, after four, we're switching gears. So I, th I think you've, I think you got something. I think I've got something that you're gonna like. It's gonna be kind of fun. It also gives you a chance to kind of rag on your significant other. So uh, you got that going for you too. So uh, we'll get into that uh, after the uh, news at four on News Radio 930 WBEN.